0: and like it was so fucking funny and and every time like even thinking about it now i'm gonna fucking
1: pee myself honestly
0: like he's turned into such a wiener (laughs)
1: like like, that's kind of like we found the role for nick nick you've turned into such a wiener oh (laughs) my god
2: Hello, hello. It is October. And it's spooky month. And it's more spooky cinematography. And it is me, Danny. Hello. 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 And with me is Sam. Help. Help. And also we have another guest, uh, It's here it
3: is. Yay, Mike.
2: <laughs> Yay. Yay. This is this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Um we are doing um Halloween Town and the craft movie reviews. And I'm excited.
0: Yeah, double double feature.
2: Yeah, double science fiction late 90s double Ooh.
0: extravaganza.
1: Yes. Yeah, 90, yes. 90s.
0: 96
1: and 98. <laughs> apparently,
0: or something like that. Mike, Mike was like, yeah, I'm going to watch The Craft when I get home. And then he was like, okay, I finished it. Those super 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my
2: yes. gosh. All the 90s vibe, especially mm-hmm. in The Craft. Yeah, sure. I so mm-hmm.
1: up until the weekend, I hadn't actually seen these two films. So this is my first time. Experiencing well, Halloween Town doesn't surprise me, but the craft, I guess, is kind of a you know big uh, big hole in my cinematography history.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we can get into it. I, I have a few things about my history with the craft and everything like that okay. too. So, um, but yeah. Uh, before that, um, I want you guys to go on Spotify and give us a rating because we want to get to 100 ratings so that we can do our live stream and so that I can do my stupid school days it's review. So stupid. That I'm
1: not looking forward
2: to but...
0: It's going to be funny.
1: It is. Including international <laughs> listeners please. I did it. I'm from Canada so you e- can do it too.
2: Yes. Yes, yes. Get it up there. Um, But yeah. Uh, let's let's dive right in and we're gonna do uh Halloween town first and then we're, we'll do the craft after
0: yeah this so. is a pretty funny double feature because like
2: they're like town is like a, yeah
0: Halloween town <laughs> is like a family film and then the craft is like a supernatural teen horror kind of where yeah. it's like yeah like- which like it's not that scary, really. It's mostly just the end part. It's, it's... just,
2: like, suspenseful kind of thing.
0: I... But it came out in that time where, like, 90s teen movies were, like, big, right? Like, the, like, Jawbreaker
1: and yeah, not yeah. another teen movie making fun of the all Lost of them. The and...
2: Lost Boys. Also, a lot yeah. of,
1: like, drug films I remember around this time. Because you had, like, where well, maybe this is earlier 90s, but, like, Train Spotting and uh, Go and yeah. stuff like that. And it kind of, like, it's not quite in there, but it kind of reminds me of that sort of... Like it's kind of dark, ish. I guess I don't know. It doesn't have a very good look at teens. It's like they're just out there f- fucking around and on undra- Oh shoot! <gasps> I'm sorry. Is this a G-rated podcast? I- no. Oh, okay. No. Sure. It- <laughs> the <laughs> craft is an yeah. R
2: is is R-rated, and we're gonna be talking sorry. about I'm, that. I'm so. on
1: other podcasts <laughs> yeah. sometimes, and it's just like I can just hear my uh, friend swearing now because he's a- he has to beep up my mic. My- F word, but anyways. anyways.
2: <laughs> no,
0: Mike he already could. forgot. This is not his first time on the podcast. He was on the Lolly oh, Smackdown. Yes. yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very, uh, <laughs> yeah. very
1: high class uh, discussion that we had there. Mm. So,
0: h- h- yeah, you should sub to Mike and his channel. By the way, it's cool anime merch. I stuff need to all the time.
1: Maybe, maybe maybe I should produce some modern videos. Kai is uh producing circles around me lately, and I need to get on that. Yeah. Oh, uh, catch, catch up. up. Speaking of catching up, so Halloween Town. What's Danny? What's your history of this this movie?
2: Um. Yes. Yeah, so I watched this when it was on the Disney Channel. Um, Halloween Town is a 1998 Disney Channel original movie directed by Du-rin, uh Dunham. Uh, it was the first installment of the Halloween Town series. Uh, starring Debbie Reynolds, uh, Kimberly J. Brown, Joey Zimmerman, and Judith Hogg, um, and it centers around um, a teenager named Marnie. And on her thirteenth birthday, she learns that she is a witch, um, and she discovers a secret portal that transport that that transports to Halloween Town, which is a magical place with. Ghosts and ghouls and witches and werewolves and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah this this movie is pretty much what I think about what when Halloween comes around.
0: Yeah, me too. And. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Sam, so... did you
1: also see this like in the, the in the time on Disney Channel kind of thing? I guess. It's... Yeah.
0: So, like. Oh, no, sorry. I was gonna Go say. Ahead. I guess
1: it's the only place you could have seen it back then. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, no I was just gonna say, yeah, because um, I grew up like I'm. Me and daniel are the same age, so like our childhoods around fiction are pretty similar. Oh, okay. And so, like um, DComs or Disney Channel original movies, like which people get confused about all the time, on which what's a DCom and what's not. But a DCom is like. It's written, directed, made, produced for Disney Channel. So, like, it's a full-length film produced for that channel. And Mm -hmm. so, Halloween Town was like—I think they started doing them in like—it was the fourth.
2: It was the fourth installment.
0: I just looked. Halloween
2: Town. Halloween Town was the fourth installment of um, the movies.
0: Yeah, because they... the Disney Channel movies. They started doing them in the 80s, but they were... Those films were, like... They were, like, straight to video, but premiered on Disney Mm. Channel. And so they weren't... Those weren't DCOMs. And DCOMs were, like, in the late 90s. And, yeah, Halloween Town comes after Brink, which is a great fucking movie. But, like, a lot of these Disney Channel original movies are, like... Like, if you ask anyone who's like probably me or Danny's age or a little older, a little younger, they'll tell you like, no, these movies are like my childhood. Like literally. Yeah. <laughs> um but like yeah. <clears throat> Halloween Town was like the the second, like um Halloween related one. And then the one before that was like the technically the first one called Under Wraps, which is about a mummy.
2: Yes.
0: Um, and this was before they started doing like, the the almost one a month, one every two months kind of thing. Holy smokes. Because, like, there was, a, there, yeah, there was a while where they were, like, doing them one a month. So, like, they came out with, like, 10 or 12 each year. But, yeah, Halloween town was, like, the first one where it's, like, no, this is, like, Halloween. And, um, yeah, I like this one. I like this one a lot. The characters are really good. Even the side characters are really good. It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. I rewatched it, like, I, don't know, I think, like, a year ago. And this is before... Actually, you know what? I watched it about a year ago, like, before I had Disney+. Plus, and I was, like... Ooh. Yeah, and I, I found it online somewhere, because I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have mm. Disney+. Plus and, and, um, yeah, I was, like, yeah, this is still good. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> and then me and Trisha,
0: like, uh, we really love The Craft. So, like, we watch that probably once a year or so. But, yeah, Halloween Town is... Yeah, I think Mike, this was, like, after Mike's time, so, probably, Not I would to like, carbon date Yeah, Yeah, car-
1: A, I didn't have access to Disney <laughs> Channel. B, like, I was out of, like, I dropped out of Disney Channel before even Goof Troop came along, just to kind of give you an idea. Oh, uh, come on. I, yeah. what, what do you want? You know, I was, I got into the anime and I, I know, I was funny. such a, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was such a, I was such a terrible <laughs> weeb at that age, you know, like where you're like, Ooh, Western cartoons. That's gross. I only watch anime. And so, yeah, like I, yeah, <laughs> Google, that was around the time goof troop came out in the goof movie and all that. And so I'm, I missed out from that point forward, basically. And so I was 19 so, you can imagine I was off getting into trouble, not really worrying about what's coming out on the Disney Channel when that came out. So Yeah.
0: No, that's probably around the age where I was, like, not watching Cartoon Network or Disney Channel or anime. Yeah. I and, like, Nickelodeon,
2: it. Yeah, too. Yeah. It, you know? Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. You start falling yeah. out of it. It's, like, older. Oh, I don't like the new gen stuff. Whatever kind of thing. You yeah. Know? You kind of yeah. become,
2: like, a, a, a punk hipster. And so, Except like, regular maybe? show.
0: I was watching regular show because regular show is good. But... Yeah, I started becoming, like, whatever. I'm into Star Trek now or something. I don't fucking know. Like it's,
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Halloween Town's good. Halloween cool Town's really good. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So you watched it. You just watched it recently then. Like, where did you watch it at? Did Disney? You watch it on? Yeah,
1: Disney Plus. We have access to it because okay. Lisa, my partner, is a
0: huge
1: Buffy fan and a huge, like, there's a lot of shows on there she really likes. And, uh, like... Her mom and her are big Hocus Pocus fans, so they caught the new Hocus Pocus and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it. Oh, last did you? Night. It was mm-hmm. so good. Uh, uh, yes, Oh, let's I loved let's it. also do. No, I'm just joking. We can't do. <laughs> yeah, let's add that one. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> I don't think Sam has seen it yet.
1: Okay, not so not we yet. gotta be quiet, anyways. Uh, you know, we can't yeah. talk about how they Spoiler don't. Don't, don't wait. Um, so. <laughs> I'm just being an ass. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my question to you is did I watch because I noticed there's a couple Halloween towns this is the one with the overprotective mom right yes okay good because yes. the way yeah. you're describing at first I'm like this doesn't quite sound like the thing I watched was that because it, it, like at first it's like the grandma comes and visits and then they kind of follow the grandma to the magical yeah. bus Like, and, and yeah, yeah. And Lisa yeah. described it she's it, like it was... what is this the magic school bus combined with Harry Potter yeah. like what's going on here and I'm like oh. Mm -hmm. so Yeah, yeah so
2: um it's halloween like the movie when the movie starts it's halloween already um the piper house is obviously not decked out in halloween decorations um the piper kids are just especially marnie she's miserable she's like she admits she's the weird kid she likes the weird stuff she wants to go out and trick-or-treat like a normal kid and everything and but her mom Gwen is just like no like there are things about Halloween that you just do not understand and and all that kind of stuff so and then that's when um, Gwen's mother um, Aggie who is Debbie Reynolds um, she comes and visits and gives the kids candy, uh, costumes, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, much
1: to much to the mom's chagrin. The mom knows what's up, and she's like, "I don't. Yeah, I want yeah. none of this in the house. This yeah, is a Christian well, house. Get out."
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and and as the viewer of the movie, like, obviously, it's like, oh, so Gwen is a. We obviously know that Gwen is a witch. So, um, excuse me, and you know obviously she doesn't want her kids to be exposed to like that life because she wanted to get away from it and everything Mm -hmm. but that's not really like why um aggie came to visit i mean of course to see the grandkids and everything but there is actually some trouble going on in halloween town there are some um citizens of halloween town they're like kind of reverting back to how the old days were, where, like, ghouls and and all these, like, creatures were just, like, uh, sinister and and just, you know, being ghouls, really. But then all of a sudden they kind of, like, disappear off the face of the earth, and Aggie doesn't know why that's happening. So she wanted her daughter to come and help, but... Of course, Gwen is a bitch, and she's like, "Nope, that I left that life. I'm not gonna do that." Sorry, mom, you're you're Gwen on your Because Gwen and own. Aggie
0: are witches, so yeah, yeah. But Gwen doesn't want her family to like. She wants them to be normal yeah. people. Like she doesn't want to be. And it's weird. A witch she doesn't, doesn't really
1: to... give a good explanation as to why she's like against her family. She's like, it's not like she had a traumatic experience. She's just like, no, I just don't want to be associated with you bunch of weirdos, you know, or something. Yeah, sure.
2: yeah. I mean, well, you kind of learn down the line that the reason why gwen left halloween town was because she she actually went to the human world and she had her normal witch's clothes and she went to a halloween party and that's kind of where she met her husband Uh, was at the halloween party yeah and that's kind of like how gwen just you know wanted to just live a normal life with no without magic and everything like that so yeah
0: and we should like probably describe like halloween town is like um a dimension parallel to earth it's still on earth but it's just like it's not there you have to go through a travel by a different means to get there and it's just full of like danny said it's full of creatures but they're modernized so like a werewolf is just like a talking person like you and i and, like, the issue is is that they're reverting back to, like, their most primitive state, which is, like, you know, hungry werewolf roar at you, kill you 9,000.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's ghouls and zombies and witches, warlocks, wizards.
1: Yep. Um. All
0: that stuff. Pumpkin face Johnson.
1: Pumpkin. Yeah. There's a lot of. And, there's a lot of.
2: And the cab driver, Benny.
1: Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the bad animatronics. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like his face was kind of on unc- like his face always had to be emotion it was like why, why why why, is, why it's a skull doesn't work like that like what is going on yeah yeah his eyes is like
0: his eyebrows like kept going up and
1: down
3: <laughs> but there's no eyebrows it's just bones it's
2: brow bones, his brow, bones his brow bones are going bones. up
1: and down and you're just like this is weird man kind of trippy um yeah i what was it? Oh darn. Okay, never mind. I forgot my point. Let's keep going. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Marnie overhears that like there's trouble, and she, they sneak on the bus that takes them there. Yeah. yeah. And then they yeah. go. They spend the time. They spend the movie in Halloween Town, just f- having fun or whatever. And then, but then like that problem starts like coming. Yeah.
2: The bad thing, yeah. as what Sophie calls it.
1: Yeah. And then and then Mom comes so. along and uh, like she's trying to take them well, back. yeah, because
2: Mom figures. Yeah, Mom eventually ends up finding out that the kids aren't in bed, and so she kind of um, accused her mom for taking the kids, kidnapping them, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like literally taking them to Halloween Town. And and Aggie's all like, "I did no such thing. They came on their own. They came to see me." So I guess it's um, I guess it's
1: important to say the only way to get between Halloween Town and the rest of the world is you can only travel there to and from during Halloween so yeah that's right that's right yeah yeah.
2: so (laughs) so that's the yeah that's honestly the only time that you are able to travel between worlds not only that but um two hours in the human world can be like two days or two weeks in halloween town
0: Uh, yeah the time dilation is different yeah
2: yeah
1: which explains why they're able to still all get back in time, even though like this starts like Halloween night kind of thing. Like they would, only, yeah, yeah. they don't have three hours regular time like to to accomplish all this stuff. So, which is
0: why like Aggie has technically like lived so long, right? Uh, you know, yeah, because like she's super old, yeah. obviously. But yeah. anyway, she
2: definitely reminisces, remini- reminisces is that right? Uh, reminisces I, I think it's reminiscences. A reminiscences. Yeah, <laughs> reminiscences. Um, about like how you know uh, the olden days, where before um, you know Halloween Town even existed and everything like that. So, uh. um, because her family, like Aggie's family, the Cromwell clan, is a pretty powerful witch clan
1: well um, the, so like you start with the six, the three sorry six what am I saying the three kids right so it's the older sister who <laughs> wants to be the witch there's the brother yes. who is very sort of precocious and like very like he's I, the goody two shoes he am... doesn't
2: wanna yeah he's stuck up <laughs> uh,
1: look at me I'm reading my geography books you know and stuff like that <laughs> shall i give you some facts about spiders i don't know. like he's he's a yeah. very he's he's a complete nerd someone should have given him a wedgie. he's definitely
2: the annoying one out of the yeah. out of the group and then you have
1: the little girl who actually is like a latent witch like she actively like sophie yeah because she at some point yeah. unknowingly like has a cookie hover towards her for example that mom yeah, has to well, catch that, and that, yeah. that's
2: yeah that's that's kind of um what gwen um when she finally admitted to Marnie, like, because Marnie kept asking, like, pushing questions at Gwen, like, you know, was I showing signs of magic when, like, just like how Sophie is and everything like that? And Gwen was all like, yes, and I, um, like, hid that from you guys because, you know, I wanted to protect you. I, You know, I wanted you guys to have a normal life and
1: everything. When, so when did they have to use magic by before they lose it all together did they uh
2: 13 is when um at least in this world um thir- 13 years old is when kind of like oh oh cromwell which should start their training
1: okay uh
2: otherwise like after that they don't really, um, I don't think they can really...
1: So she was right on the cusp. it's
2: magic and stuff.
1: So she, yeah. she was about to lose hers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and, like, and if why, you like... learn if you learn some
0: before that age, then you can still do some of it, but, like, you can't learn any more after.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um... So. I don't know. How much do we want to just, like, talk through this whole thing? Or... Like, we're almost... We're halfway. We're like kind of, like, at the halfway. When the monk comes, <laughs> this is, like, the the sort of, like all the big problems cause because uh basically so the mom and the grandmother get caught up in the big bad right yes. I'm kind of skipping a couple of things but essentially they, No that's fine yeah, that's fine yeah. cuz I mean it's a decom you know Yeah, yeah. it's it, they get caught up in it and like they're frozen and so now it's all up to the kids to collect ingredients and cast a spell on this artifact uh, what was it called again talisman
2: It was Merlin's talisman yes. so they needed they needed um
1: to light the
0: pumpkin they, in the middle of the town with the Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. At, at first they didn't understand like at first they thought that the Merlin's talisman was to be able to um uh free like their grandmother and mom and stuff like that, but Aggie when while she was frozen in the movie theater like her, her she was pointing and that was kind of like a symbol on like where to put the talisman and and that's kind of when like Marnie remembered, you know, like, um, you know, where do you put the candle like in to light a candle in like on Halloween and stuff? And they're like the jack-o'-lantern. So um, and then the big baddie came around and was all like. You can't defeat me! Yeah. <laughs> you, like really bad acting. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, it, and it, oh my goodness, <laughs> overly
2: dramatic acting.
1: <laughs> so Gwen, who marries a human, so technically the children are half witch, half human, but they all still show magical potential. So the yes. the joke of it is, is the bad evil. Is her ex-boy? I don't know if it's actually an ex-boyfriend, but it's pretty funny to pretend. I
2: mean, they don't really clarify it, but they—they they, they
1: like definitely had a thing before. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like, yeah. oh no, it's who's now become the mayor of Halloween Town. He's the big evil. He wants to revert yes. it back to the yeah. to the days. But his name
2: is Calabar, by the way. Cal- Calabar. Yeah. Calabar. Calabar. Calabar.
1: Yeah. At some point, they call him Chocolate Bar. I like. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Chocolate Bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: like that's a diss. Like. <laughs>
0: Hey, chocolate bar. Yeah, this is.
2: <laughs> well, Calabar kept calling Sophie Soapy. Yeah,
0: like. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> it's Sophie. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> and then anyway, it's so Sophie. they're like
0: chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that one Full House episode, another '90s fucking thing where it's like, I, I just like remember this because I, I call Sudi this sometimes, but it'll be like like they were it was DJ and Kimmy in a fight and then. She was like, yeah, well, you're a geek burger.
1: <laughs>
0: like, yeah, well, you're a geek burger with
1: cheese. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. The brother. So fucking fun. <laughs> the brother is
1: definitely a geek burger with cheese. Anyway. Yeah, that's no, yes. right. Like, yeah,
0: Suti's geek burger with cheese. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah.
1: So there's a big encounter. Uh, and they, in the moment, because this magic, uh, Calabar's magic does a lot of things, but his evil magic, I guess, is freezing people. And just as he freezes, what's the oldest, Marnie? Was that the oldest daughter? He's about to, like,
0: he's shooting magic bolts at Marnie, about to freeze her. Like, she's about to, like, get in there on the pumpkin and, like, drop the thing in there. But, yeah.
1: And then it just happens to fall right in the right spot, and it cures everyone of the evil (laughs) that uh, Calabar's been putting on everyone. And then, so he's all pissed off. Anyways.
2: Well, yeah, because and then all of a sudden you find out his real motive, and he's all like, "You could have had me when he was talking to Gwen." Oh, <laughs> you could have been my queen, uh-huh. and it's all like, "No, dude, that's the past. That that's the past. We 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 don't have to do that anymore." So
1: yeah, like there's other lots of other available ladies here in. Uh... In, uh, or men, you know, whatever, or whatever.
2: Whatever floats your boat. Like Benny, yeah. Benny,
1: Benny technically is, you know, whatever, because it's just bones at this yeah. point. So.
0: He's just bones, yeah.
1: <laughs> you, can make yeah any, dude. you can make it work anyway with Benny. So I don't know. Anyway, see. What,
0: what was y'all's uh, favorite moment in the movie? Because I have one that I happen to love very much, and it makes me laugh every, to this day. Like, I can just go... Like, watch the clip on YouTube and just well
2: so, pee, pee
0: myself laughing. It's so funny, a, funny.
2: So, honestly, I mean, I love all the parts with Debbie Reynolds in them. Because I love yeah, Debbie. Debbie like, Reynolds, yeah. She's great. Um, I even kind of like the spats between Aggie and Gwen. Like, you know, you can just see, um, you know, Aggie just wanting her daughter to come and help her. You know, and and there are ty- certain times where you know Aggie is all like, "Okay, Gwen, you know, you win. That's fine. You do you do your thing. I'm gonna do mine." Um, but I think my favorite parts in this movie is when the kids um, escape and they need to find the ingredients for the witch's brew, and. Um, so the ingredients they need is hair of a hair of a werewolf, sweat of a ghost, and a vampire's fang. And, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, my favorite part is between the the attempt on getting the hair of a werewolf because the werewolf is a hairstylist. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Marnie is is like to Dylan, I'm going to distract him while I keep him busy, you get the hair. Um so and Marnie just goes up to the werewolf and it's all like, "Hey, um, you know, can you like hire me f- as like a part-time job and everything like that?" You know, I, I I'm really good at like cleaning, like I can just like sweep up all the hair, blah blah blah, and the werewolf is just like, "No, nah, I'm okay. It's it's fine." And then Marnie picks up the blow dryer, but it's more of a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> um and then of course when they get the sweat of the werewolf, Dylan's all like, They're ghosts. How um um sweat of a ghost, sorry. And he, Dylan's all like, they're ghosts. They don't sweat. And then Lo and behold, ghosts do sweat and that was that was a funny
1: moment. That ghost was like so like Oh, yeah, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's all like, that's nice. He's you like know. this mafia guy. Like, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: The, the, the little brother's giving him like, all these boring facts, Ooh. and he's just like, oh, is that so? Oh.
2: Yeah, and it's yeah. All like, man, is it hot in here? Like, I'm cooking. And they locked him in
0: that, that like, uh, case sauna thing, which you don't see anymore nowadays. But, like, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it was really funny. So, um, <laughs> What's funny about that hairdresser scene is the werewolf is who's like the hairdresser is like kind of a a spoof on like um like really eccentric like uh male identifying hairdressers you know yes he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's like yeah baby you know what yeah, I mean? like yeah yeah and so uh, like when they cut his <laughs> hair He's right. like, oh my god! What did you do god. to my hair, or whatever? Yeah, but then and he then, then he, in he the looks, the mirror and, he's all and he's like, like I <laughs> think
2: this is a good look for me.
0: He's like, this is a new, this is a new look. This is great.
1: I, I, I <laughs> did not get that at all because he they they cut it off the back, and he's looking at the front, going, ooh, I like this. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. What, what is going? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyways, I also another favorite part about that is uh, when he turns around and he tells like the elf guy like. Oh, no, 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 sweetie. Like, she's a shrub. Like, take... Like, you need to be delicate with her. Like...
1: No. You know. She was a herb, not a shrub, is what yeah, you say. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Think of her as an herb, not a shrub.
1: <laughs> just, a, just a bush sitting in a chair, like...
2: Right. <laughs>
1: Anyways, very, very goofy. Like, all very, like... Would it, would it, wouldn't it really just hurt just to say, Hey, dude, can we have some of your hair? We're trying to cast a spell. You know? Well,
2: they... The thing about it, and Aggie said it when they were about to go and grab the ingredients. Um, she said that they have to be discreet about it. They can't just like go up and ask them to have it because, or else the spell won't work. So that's why uh-huh. they kind of like, also
0: that and, like witches are, are like a little, I think the witches are a little bit more rare too. So it's like you don't want to just give them an ingredient. You know, you don't know what they're fucking doing, right? So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't fucking know what you're doing. Well, especially you
1: like do like, after mm-hmm. certain warlock, Calabar, mm-hmm,
0: you could blow up the world or something. Yeah. So, um, you know. yeah. My favorite moment, dude, was when they go broom shopping.
2: Oh, I was and the so- freaking sales guy <laughs> yes. at the broom
1: shop.
0: So, like, one character <laughs> we didn't be- mention is there's this goblin or troll named Luke. Yeah, and. He disguises... He uses magic to disguise his face to, like, look like a normal kind of handsome guy or whatever. Um, And anyway, uh, he's kind of a jerk. He kind of, like, works for Calabar as, like, a thug or whatever, or, like, a henchman guy, which you don't really know. Um, But, like... uh, He's, like, bugging him, you know, at at the broom shop or whatever. And... It's like, dude, ever since he got that nose job, he's been such a jerk or whatever, right? And <laughs> blah, 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 That's, like, the whole thing. But, like, he bugs him at the broom shop, and they kind of shoo him away, and he kind of embarrasses himself and leaves. And then the, the broom salesman guy is, like, a spoof on, like, a werewolf Elvis for some reason. Like, a, like a really shady, like, wear a really nice suit car salesman yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... I don't know why he talks like Elvis, but he just does. Yeah. And so he's just like, Luke walks away. And he's like, oh, man, that Luke, dude, he's turned into such a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking laugh every fucking time, dude. I fucking... No, like, when I rewatched this movie, like, I was picking up treasure from work. And I, like, I picture up, I was like, babe, so I rewatched Halloween Town. And I totally forgot about this part. And... I'm laughing so hard in the car, I, I swear to God, we're going to get in a car accident. And she's like, oh, my God, babe, like, keep your eyes on the road. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, it was so fucking funny. And I, I, every time, like, even thinking about it now, I'm going to fucking pee myself. It's so funny. Honestly, like. He's turned into such a wiener.
3: <laughs>
1: like, that was kind of like, the, we found the role for Nick. Nick, you've turned into such a wiener. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. <laughs> Oh,
0: my uh, goodness. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, Sophie calls him the wiener man, which is hilarious. <laughs>
3: That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. look, it's Luke the wiener man.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: kids. What about you, Michael? What was one of your favorite moments, if any?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know if I really had, a, like, the, the, like, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but th- this was very campy. So, uh, was there a favorite moment? for me, there was something, I can't remember, there was something that was like, okay, alright, Disney film, you got me. You got me. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, what he was. That's terrible. Terrible podcast material. Anyways, I, uh, I, uh, I, the, the Harry, or the, it's not the Harry Potter, the Mary Poppins-esque of her freaking bag, always pulling stuff out.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Eight, yeah. Oh, I wanted to go back some. Mention that last thing you mentioned about the salesman. Does, like, do people know, was, like, Harry Potter coming out, like, before or after this? Because those brooms, like, they have fancy brooms in Harry Potter. It totally stole it from this show. You know what I mean? Cause, like, as all I, the... believe
0: it was, I believe the first one came out in 97 as well. <sighs> so, like...
1: Okay. So, yeah, because
0: they they had like the different like the the different designs like on the cover yeah. parts, the brush, they had the, like and all that.
1: In fact, I think the the man that that grandmother like spoils her grandkids, mind you. She only sees them once a year, so I guess that's why. But yeah. she buys it like Marty, like the most expensive freaking hot rod broom there is, right there. So yeah. Anyways, crazy. But yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 bag where it's just like it's such a blatant trick, but it's like where it's just like. You're pulling out a broom, pulling out a Christmas tree, pulling out whatever, you know. It's
0: just...
1: (laughs) It it was kind of dumb. So, what else? It
0: is a really campy movie.
2: Yeah, Uh, after watching it again, like, just the script, like, the writing in the movie is, is very cringe, especially whenever Dylan talks. Like, Everything that anything that came out of that kid's mouth, I'm just well, not like, you, Do you have to speak right now? You, like, you don't
0: know who I'm
1: friends with. Like you, you better yeah. watch it. It's like, oh wow, we found out you're friends with Calabar. Ooh, spook chocolate bar. Chocolate chocolate bar. chocolate bar hasn't gotten over Gwen in thirty years. Well, in his time, like two hundred years. Holy crap. Anyways, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dwayne uh, Dwayne Dunham, that guy. Uh, directed a bunch of stuff. Um and was like he worked on Twin Peaks. What? And I yeah. But I just found out something that I didn't realize before. He directed Homeward Bound. <gasps> A.K.A. No the way. best Disney movie of all time. Yeah.
1: That that was actually you know for funny for family, we didn't ever had pets growing up. Uh but like that was a definitely like we I I my brothers were more into it because they're closer to your guys' ages, but yeah. uh like yeah we watched that movie all the time.
2: Well, that was his directorial debut.
1: Yeah,
0: I didn't know that because yeah. I was seeing what other I know he did other DComs, and I was like, oh, which other yeah. DComs did he, he do? He did again? Little Giants too. And yeah, which was like a premiere Disney premiere one. Yeah. 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 My favorite one that he's done, probably this one. But I also do like the thirteenth year. Thirteenth year is really good.
1: Are you just and talking? D- How can you say this is better than Homeward no Bound? What are you, a
0: monster? The- oh, this one's. Oh no, as far as decomp oh, okay, go, okay, this okay, one's okay. the best I one. See, see. But Homeward Bound is probably the best one he's ever done. Like Homeward Bound, man. We gotta do a cinematography on that one because fucking mm,
2: Michael
0: I don't J. Know. Fox.
2: I'm gonna. I'm am i I'm a cry in that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-, I keep seeing freaking like TikToks and and like video clips of Homer Bound and people just reacting to it and stuff. And it's just, it's making me cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I could go back to this movie.
0: Which, by the way, I love that TikTok is like on, you know, like we're in the age of nostalgia right now. For like the past five years, it's all been about nostalgia and stuff. And I love that younger people on TikTok are like, okay, I heard this is the shit. I'm going to go and watch it. Or yeah. you know what I mean And then they cry and react because they're more emotional than like we are, you know? And yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm pretty emotional as it is. So I'm like, yeah, that's right. It made you cry as a kid. It made me cry as a kid. This right. is what I went through. So you get to go through it too when you watch yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Oh, 13th year. I just I just looked it up and I was just like, oh, that yeah, one, mermaid one. The mermaid one. Mermaid, mermaid
0: but it was cool because like there weren't like mermaid was a really kind of girly thing back then yeah
2: and and the 13th year is is pretty much like about a a boy becoming yeah. a, a mermaid yeah yeah and yeah.
0: Then, like it and so it was a really it was and it was like you know it's it's these decoms are always centered at like general kids general youth so like there's not really they're not really gender specific yeah. really but oh, like he did
2: double team too i love that one
0: that's cool i love when they did like the real life and right based on, on the track, true story yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 right on track is good too um, which is also, I believe, based on a true story as well. But um, the thing about, like, the 13th year was cool because it was just, like, you know, it was about a a, a jockish kind of boy, and he was turning yeah. into a, yeah, a yeah, mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Halloween Town was definitely, like... The thing about Halloween Town is... So the decoms that came before it was Brink, You Lucky Dog, and Under Wraps. And... So when DCOM started becoming a thing, I was like seven or eight. Year, yeah, I was seven years old. Yeah. And so I started yeah. with the first one, right? But I think Brink and Halloween Town were really the ones that made everyone be like, "Wow, these movies are actually really good." And like so, like, because <laughs> Brink was like a sports drama, right? And like Snuse. not drama, but like comedy, Snuse. action, fun. Um, and then Halloween Town, and then Xenon was like, it was like a sci-fi geared at youth kids, right? Because it took place in the future oh, no. and whatever. I'm just imagining um, what the
1: special... After this movie, I'm just imagining what the special effects were like on that one.
0: Actually, they weren't that bad. And raven Simone was like 14 when she did it. Okay. <laughs> like yeah, which,
2: which movie are you talking about? Uh, Xenon. Oh, Xenon, yeah.
0: Yeah, Zetus Lapidus.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was like their slang back then. That was their ex- exclamatory instead of us going, fuck, it was Zetus Lapidus, dude. <laughs> I, I,
1: I guess it's not... I can't ask because of the, how young the actors are in these because when you were talking about it's like, it's actually about a boy that was a merman. And I'm like, was he hot? But I guess I can't ask those kind of questions.
0: Yeah, he was 13, he turns 13 and starts getting his scales. Like That's the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was pretty cute, I guess, for... I. You know that sounds for the, really horrible. For, but at like the time, at he was a age. cute kid, is what I meant. Yeah, like he was a cute kid. Like he was on, he was on Tiger Beach. You know what I mean? All the 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 teen girls were like, oh my god. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. my god.
2: Um, so this but, Halloween Town was such a success that they actually made see? two other movies. <laughs> I'm not yeah. counting the Return of Halloween Town because I was, was gonna say different there's an their... actor and fuck that one. Yeah, there's well they they got an
0: actor by. The third one, I believe, didn't they?
2: No, um it was uh Kimberly, Kimberly Oh J. yeah, Brown. Halloween
0: Town High was was Kimberly J. Brown, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. It was Return to Halloween Town, which um did not feature Kimberly J. Brown. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is uh-huh. Debbie Reynolds in Return to Halloween High or whatever? Uh
2: Debbie Reynolds is in all of the Halloween Town movies. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, including Return to Halloween Town.
1: Well, um, if you want to know what my partner thinks, I've been torturing her by pretending like we're going to watch the sequels. So, so
2: I will say, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge is actually pretty good.
1: Wait.
0: Yeah, the um, Calib- Calabar's Revenge is actually like, it gets a little dark.
2: It does, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's kind of nice. Yeah.
2: Um, Halloween Town High is okay not one of my favorites Uh. um I mean it's still worth watching and everything uh it's kind of cute but it's I I think honestly it's really it was a movie that didn't really need to be made they could have just stopped at Halloween Town 2 in in my opinion at least
0: yeah, Halloween Town High was kind of like Marnie's reaching that high school age, and they were she was deciding whether she wanted to go to a high school, normally or in Halloween Town, and obviously she picks Halloween Town. But Calabar's Revenge was good, I think. Yeah, like I the, I really
2: liked that one.
0: The fucking taking over the world spell in that one was just making everything boring. Yeah. It was yeah. like yeah, everyone started like like. There's a part where Marnie's grandma hangs out with this troll guy, and they just like fold they socks.
2: started sorting out socks
0: yeah and there's one part where he's like oh wait this one is a little shorter than this one yeah hmm. i don't know well we can put this in the uh, sort later pile okay yeah. this is like damn dude like that's even worse than like the, the thing before like yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, Demi Reynolds. Like one thing about these DComs is they always got some really crazy big star to play like a older role. Yeah, you know, a lot of the time, and so like, um, they, they you know, which was like a, they, it became an opportunity, you know, later. Yeah, Like, a lot I, of people were read, like, they wanted so, to hop on that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: So, um, Cat like production, um, after they receive like. After uh, Sugar White Entertainment got the okay from the Disney Channel to to do this movie, they they began casting, and the first person they cast for the film was Debbie Reynolds. And Debbie actually wanted to venture into television work, so this was like a perfect opportunity for her to do this. Um. So, and then that's and and then Kimberly J Brown auditioned. She actually had to read the role twice before being cast um and then yeah and then that's when they pretty much got everyone else uh Mm -hmm. on board and everything uh they filmed halloween town in st helens oregon and uh uh I have no idea how to pronounce that fricking town's name, but it's in Oregon as well.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Filming on location. Uh, and oh, sca- Scappus or sca- scapoose.
2: Scappoose, Oregon. Um, S- and then scales. the Knob Hill Riverview uh, bed and breakfast in St. Helens was used for the exterior shots of Aggie Cromwell's Halloween Town home.
0: Her house was sick. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. should say the set design was kind of like they kind of went in on it, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, their budget was four million.
0: Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, for a decom movie, it's pretty good. Like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like the budget for this this movie was definitely huge. Yeah. With all for the makeup sure. and uh, the set design and stuff, because like when you get taken into Halloween Town for the first time on screen. It's like you feel like it's pretty, you know, it's a separate place. Just like, you know, when you would when you're watching Lord of the Rings and you're at the Shire, you know what I mean? It's like you're in there. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. The set design is really nice. It looks, you know, a little campy obviously and it looks a little like very very cinematic, very very kids film like, but Yeah. it still yeah. feels like a different place, which is cool.
2: Um So while they were filming a dance scene in the theater, Debbie Reynolds actually pulled a muscle. And Singer recalled Reynolds saying, you know what, I've been doing this for years and years. I've danced with pulled muscles and pain, and I'm not going to hold production up. Uh, Singer went on to say how how, how impressive it was for the young actors on set to see what... "Quote unquote, real work ethic was.
1: Yeah, she comes from a. Di- oh, that sounds, that sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She comes. She, Debbie Debbie Reynolds comes from a different time, where especially she does. especially yeah. Yeah. to stay, you know. And I'm not saying like pull your boots, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of thing. I'm saying the fact that Debbie Reynolds like to stay relevant as a female actress was hard, and so you had to hustle more than say a male actor. And it's not fair, right? But because of that, it's just, that's the way she kind of, so that doesn't surprise me. She just carried herself like that. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, no, I got to, come on, we got to keep going, right? Because, but it's not right. Like, they should have said, okay, no, take that care of first. and then. But it's Disney, they're not going to do that kind of thing, so. (sighs) Yeah. Right. C.W. Crawford as the dentist creature who specialized on vampire fangs. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, um
2: so final thoughts and then we can move on to the craft.
1: Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to give my first thoughts because I'm going to be pretty like kind of Debbie Downer. Uh <laughs> jokes on you Debbie Reynolds. No. Uh basically hey. hey. So, yeah, <laughs> this this movie uh for me, I don't have the nostalgia. It's very campy. It's not even like it doesn't even have a good '90s nostalgia to it, I would say. Like it was, the Disney does a very good job of making it so. Like, there's not a lot of telltale like signs of like the era that's filmed in, which mm-hmm. is good for longevity. But it kind of made it so. For me, it was pretty dull, uh, you know. And so, like, obviously, for what it is, I think it's a pretty good production. But for me, as an older viewer, I just I didn't find it really overly enjoyable. Like it was just kind of, ah, eh, you know. Yeah. it's yeah. At the end of the day, like I don't regret watching it, but it's just like it's not really something like I think you had to be growing up and watching it at a certain point in time, or really big into campy like Halloween, like lots of fun family kind of films.
2: For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, even when I was watching it now at. 32 years old i was just like in my head i'm like this is nostalgic for me because i i grew up watching this movie anytime um the disney channel uh showed the movie i always watched it yeah and um so that's why like it's great for me uh, but I'm kind of with you, uh, Mike, where it's, it's very campy, like bad acting. Um, it's, it's cringe worthy for sure uh, when it comes to the script
1: and everything. But So, yeah. but anyways, that's why I just kind of wanted to get my comments out of the way. So you guys can kind of end on a positive note of what you guys think. Last thoughts, final thoughts. Some. Some.
0: Yeah, I think it still holds up in, in that weird nostalgia way. I, like, I feel like um, a lot of my friends now, like, that I grew up with are, you know, a lot of them are moms and dads now and stuff, right? So, and parents. And I feel like I've seen some of them show their kids this movie and they yeah. liked it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's what matters, right? Because, like... um, Yeah, I mean, f- it's targeted
2: you... towards kids. So, like, it's definitely, like, a good movie to show your kids on Halloween
0: yeah Yeah. and I feel like um, especially people in our generation Mm -hmm. um, and me and Danny's like we want to hold on to that stuff so passing it on to our kids is the next best thing you know what I mean so then they can hold on to it and then they can show it and they can show it and I think I think as an artist that's like anybody's goal right like you make a painting you want it to be in a museum 30 years later you make a movie you want people to still watch it 30 years later you know yeah. what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So I think that's like really important because like, it's really important to say like this film came out 29, some um, like, like 20, not 29, but like 20 to 20, 25 years ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so like, we're talking about it now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's important. I, Cause like, it, I feel like it's such a, especially a lot of people in our generation love Halloween. So right. and th- that yeah. this movie might be why you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it definitely <laughs> yeah is a because it's true. It
2: showed like you know, oh, it's cool to be weird. I mean, look at Marnie. She she's she is pushing to be the weird kid. Uh-huh. You know, she wants because she would constantly tell her mom like, Mom, I like the weird stuff. Like, why won't you let me go out and just be my weird self, kind of thing. So, um. And I feel like a lot yeah. of us can relate to Marnie in that way. Even though I yeah. was like eight at the time when the movie came out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, even the craft is kind of like that because the, the main characters are outcasts, right? But, like, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't, I'm not sure why Danny put these two together. I think it was just like to fit as many films as we could. But, like,.
2: Eh.
0: It works out i think
2: <laughs> yeah i mean these two were definitely like like absolutely complete opposites of one another mm-hmm. um i guess the reason why i picked halloween town and the craft together is because for next week those two movies are kind of relevant to each other in a way kind of sort of so oh sure um i and yeah and plus like Last week when I did Ghostbusters with Ethan, like I kind of wanted to keep that together and everything. So, yeah. Um, even though we didn't talk about Ghostbusters two, uh, we just talked about one. Ethan didn't have time to watch the second one, so we we just talked about the first movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. This
1: is the odd. This is the odd couple weekend, you know. It really is, yeah, the, is, a, odd yeah, is the odd couple. This is the
0: odd one out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's okay because I mean I love The Craft, so you know it's like this is another childhood one in a way where like I didn't watch it when it came out obviously because I, I mean was, neither did you
2: know, I was, I was six years old when it I came was six out. yeah <laughs> I
0: we, I watched on TV like you know yeah. three four years later yeah but
1: so I never I never yeah. watched the craft when it first came in fact this, so again this is the first time watching it but I remember it coming out and the influence it had and I remember because I had friends getting into uh, Wicca and stuff like that at the time Right. And so like there was definitely an air about it, Um, you know, and also there. I mean, it
2: it was a surprise hit like it earned. So the movie released uh, its it's theatrical release in the States was May May 3rd, 1996 by Columbia Pictures. And it the movie earned six point um, earning. The movie earned six point seven million in its opening weekend and fifty five point six million worldwide, and its budget was fifteen million. Yeah, so
1: that's, that's a pretty good. It's pretty good. Made a good chunk of change. So, like, yeah. for as a teenager, like, I was a guy, but that shouldn't matter that much. But like, as a teenager at the time, this was this, and like, think, I think back to Romeo and Juliet with. Uh, Oh, what's the actor's name? The the like modernized version of Romeo and Juliet with uh Leonardo, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. That was another big uh, one. I can't remember the when I, was in high I can't school. remember
2: the female lead. Claire
0: Danes. Yeah, like there you go. Thank uh, you.
1: like th- these were big teen movies when I was a teenager, right? And so yeah, yeah. like this definitely defines like a certain type
0: you're kind of figuring out who you are. You're, yeah. you're you're you are who you are at this point. Yeah, kind like of thing,
1: yeah. and 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 to the point where there would eventually be a backlash of like, oh, you're just like, you just freaking watched the craft and now you think you're like Wiccan or something. Like there was it, like <laughs> it came all, all the way around to the point where it's like, oh, you're just a poser. You just wear black makeup and you know. Anyways. They've... And then the adults were like, this is the devil. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's not even get into the fact that, like, the Christian backlash against this was humongous. But that just that just encourages teens more to want to see this kind of stuff. They're like, what? Right. You yeah. shouldn't see it? Guys, let's go see it. Yeah. Right? So, anyways.
0: I mean, I mean, I'm interested to hear Mike's perspective because when I was at that age, you know, a teenager, the counterculture stuff that we had was like um, – a lot of action-y shit like Van Helsing and Underworld, and um, right. a lot of it relied on music and punk culture in my, at least in my area, and so like, uh, that's interesting to hear that Mike had a similar experience, and was was like a part of the '90s uh, backlash against witchcraft and the devil and goth culture and subculture. And counterculture, because like you know, they were blaming Marilyn Manson for all the stuff, the shootings mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh yeah, that's and great. Yeah. well, he's a, you know, he's a jackass in his own right. But like, yeah, it comes out after. You know,
1: at the time, everyone was like, well, he's not actually that bad of a guy. Well, he was, but not he wasn't causing shootings. He was a jackass for another reason, right? So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but like you know, they were blaming insane clown posse and blaming rock music. You know, it got to a point where like by the time I was in high school, they were blaming scene music. They were blaming mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. And, yeah, like it, uh, so, like it was. It was sure. like
1: n- nine-inch nails and Nine Inch nails, yeah, Rage a big Against the Machine. And like this was like the beginning of the anti-globalization movement, right? Like it was sort yeah. of like Rage was big for that stuff, but like that was the kind of thing like anti-establishment kind of uh, stuff. So it it's interesting where it fits in there, and definitely like Back to Nature, sort of like to a point of, like, Wiccan, but, like, just finding spiritualism outside of Christianity was starting to become big again in the 90s, and so do you see this movie kind of playing off that things, right? Uh, yeah. And it's, in some ways, watching it, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, it, it's like, okay, well, we we kind of missed the mark of this, but that's okay. Like, it it feels like a very much a pop sort of, like, view of that stuff, but it's...
0: It's very mainstreamed,
1: yeah. Because, like, it, 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 yeah, exactly. Like, they, they had some basic understanding, but they really took it like to the nth degree, where it's like, like, they just have to do a couple things, and ooh, look at the have powers of making things levitate and stuff. But, anyways, it's, yeah, work.
0: they really take what witchcraft is in the real world and blend it with, like, what I like to call media witchcraft, yeah, yeah. which okay, is how so it's displayed let's... in Halloween Town. Yeah.
1: We kind of, we kind
0: but yeah, sorry. Let's dude.
2: actually like yeah. talk about what the craft is first.
0: Yeah, no, it's about. Uh, it stars Robin Tunney, Farisa Bulk, Nev Campbell, written Rachel True. I had such a lot So of you know the '90s, especially Farisa Bulk and Nev Campbell, obviously. But like, um, this girl Sarah lost her mom, and so she moves into a new house with her dad and stepmom, and goes to a new school and then starts hanging out with these three outcast kind of girls and they start doing witchcraft like they go to this um uh store after work and buy witchcraft stuff and a book and such yeah yeah so and it starts changing their lives really hardcore because like they start doing they start like tapping into like Kind of a uh, devil. Yeah, work they and start,
2: stuff. they start, the girls start worshipping a powerful deity they call Mammon. So, and, um, and, and pretty much the three girls before, um, Sarah came, came in the picture, um, uh, Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle, they, they were looking for their fourth. So what they meant, mean, by they were looking for their fourth. They they uh they were talking about um north south east and west. Yeah. So their witches yeah. coven. So,
1: their quote unquote witches coven, which they needed four members right. for to uh, yes uh, sort of like finalize. Yeah.
2: yeah. To do all their like rituals and everything like that.
1: So really, so. I don't think Sarah. Sorry, was it Sarah the main character?
2: Yeah, Sarah yeah. is is pretty much the person you follow throughout the story. Right,
1: so she wasn't, I don't think she was too interested. She kind of gets pushed in because uh, the 90s loves portraying teens as just like the most like horrendous people ever. And don't get me wrong, teens could really be assholes, but they always like to take it to the nth degree. And so we see like the extent to which Sarah barely there for like a day or two and guy trying to make some moves on her. And then when she's like, kind of like, no, I don't want to go that fast. He turns around and makes all these stories. And, you know, she's basically being picked on at school. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and so she's finding herself isolated. So she ends up starting to hang out with these other girls who are kind of, as some said earlier, outcasts. Right. And, yeah. and that's where they kind of, like, they, they kind of, like, because at first she's kind of reluctant to go into it.
2: Yeah, she wasn't really all that interested in, you know, witchcraft and everything. Um, But then that's kind of, you know, the false rumors of Sarah and Chris. Like, Chris pretty much just said, oh, yeah, I had sex with Sarah and she's terrible in bed. So, um, and he was a complete asshole so like obviously she got her feelings hurt because you know she kind of liked the guy in a way like he was kind of like the first person to go up to her because she's new at the school and stuff so you know she kind of put trust in him uh a little bit and he betrayed that trust because he tried to get in in her pants and she said no
1: yeah. So. He was
0: played by Skeet All Rich, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Nev Campbell and Skeet All Rich. Shout out, Scream. Ghostface. Kill you. So,
1: so, it's funny, too, because Lisa was like, oh my gosh, this guy was like hot for like a hot second, basically. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yes. And, 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 <laughs> he still is. He still is. <laughs> and then he kind of disappears off the. Like I don't know what he does after this, but.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do much, but he was. This a really
2: He did Riverdale a little bit. Oh, did he? Yeah, um, and
0: this is not really a spoiler because it's in the—it's kind of in the beginning. But he does appear a little bit in the new as like a spirit, kind of. Oh, cool. Nice. But yeah, yeah. Nice. Anyway, no, he's hot though. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'd
2: yeah, he's still me. he's still active. Um. He has like three movies coming out. Actually, um. He two of them is in post production one is called blood and the other one is called supercell those two are in post production and he's currently filming a movie called salvation
1: he must be almost and he must be almost 50 years old at this point cuz he's 52 holy like this is this is always the thing like you can tell they're all 20 something actors playing teens oh yeah
2: yeah none of them are like in high school yeah yeah at all they're they're like in their 20s <laughs>
0: What's I will say, like, in the new screen he didn't look 50-something. Like, he didn't, like... <laughs> you know, he was only in a couple, you know, scenes, but, like, he did not look... Uh, uh, yeah. Know, they might have know. used some CGI to make him look a little younger, he, though.
1: But, he didn't look 50, if yeah. you know what I mean. And, if you know what I mean. Um but yeah. So, yeah, we go... Oh, I can't... I just did the... Um, anyway, sorry. I, the, the uh, So we go they start practicing witchcraft and they're basically rewarding themselves. Like, are they're, they're turning their lives around, right? Uh, I don't know how much detail we want to go into. Like, Bonnie is the one with the scarring from a fire or something like that. And she Yeah, that's yeah. Campbell's character. Yeah, she's yeah. able to... She
2: got into, like, an, a, a car accident kind of thing. Oh, is
1: that? Okay. And then... Uh, yeah. So she's able to heal herself. Um, Man... Also, like, real. What was the uh, what was the black girl's character's name? R- Rochelle. Rochelle. Holy smokes! Like, like I was like, when the girl comes out, I don't want to use the term that she used. Like, comes out to her, like, and says, "Why did?" It's
2: it's big, racy, yeah. uh bullying. Yeah, like, like, um, literally uses the yeah. basically
1: n-word swear slur towards her. Yeah, I'm like, yeah.
2: Not only, not only that, but that character who played Laura Lizzie, that is uh, Ben Stiller's wife. That's Christine Taylor.
0: Yeah, Christine Taylor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. Ben Stiller was like 40 at the time of this. Literally. Oh, you know, literally, no,
2: no, no, like, like this movie has a lot of big name actors it in does. it. It does. It really does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Before they, like, you know, yeah, they did popped
2: off. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she gets back at her bully. And then Nancy was like, I don't want to be white trash anymore. And.
2: Nancy just she didn't really like she just wanted power.
3: Well, yeah. She, uh, so I,
2: I, I honestly I feel like at uh, so they did a séance, they they cast their spells, they they um they went out um in the middle of nowhere and the famous line that everyone knows uh, when they get off the bus, uh, you know, and the bus driver is all like, "You girls be careful, there are a lot of weirdos out there." And Nancy goes, "We are the weirdos, mister." So um, and they go, they do like their kind of um, sister blood ritual, and that's kind of when um, Sarah casts her love spell against Chris, on on Chris. Rochelle casts a revenge spell on um, Laura Lizzie. Bonnie want uh, casts a spell for beauty so that she can, um, you know, obviously be beautiful and not like be embarrassed of her scars and out of the four of them Nancy is pretty much at, at, of my opinion Nancy is the most selfish and she just wants power. Yeah, she does. She wants mom's power pretty much.
1: But she she so. she does definitely do a thing because like that's what happens like she wants to like get out of poverty first and that's when her like mo- wife her mom's boyfriend or whatever kills over and they get the, the they're like $175,000. Yeah. And yeah. Like... like, they thought yeah. they were so rich.
0: <laughs> I know. That just cash like, in on What the fuck would that be? Well, mean? back then, you know. Yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. probably had, you know, better buying power. But, <laughs> yeah, like, they cash in on his life insurance. Yeah. And so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, the, like, it's. I guess he, like, she's the reason he dies. Is that, right? Is that the impression we're supposed to take away?
0: He just has a heart attack. Yeah, but, like, so <laughs> this is, like, the part where I kind of wanted to, uh, talk about how they kind of did a mixture of like actual IRL like witchcraft and mixed soft. it with like Right, yeah. So I actually do witchcraft. have like
2: some behind the scenes stuff that um what they did throughout the movie um they actually hired a real witch to help make the film.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: Um you know, because they wanted to they wanted this movie to be more authentic and and true to like real life uh, coven kind of wicca pagan stuff so yeah. they they did hire an actual witch um to help with like all all of the the rituals that go on in the movie and everything um they use real snakes and bugs and um they a lot of like creepy things happened during the ritual scenes um one so like on this article it says we often hear scary stories about weird things that happen behind the scenes in horror and horror movie sets but the craft seemed to have its own collection of bizarre uh occurrences too according to an oral history of the film by um by huff post some pretty freaky stuff went down during the film of several uh ritual scenes during the calling of the corner scene, when the girls have assembled on the beach to recite their incantation, the ocean waves kept putting out the fire they had made. <laughs> According to the director uh, Andrew Fleming, it was it was just this odd thing where when the girls started the incantation, the waves came kind of came up. And at one point, a wave came and wiped the whole set out. So,
1: the ocean
0: was like. Mm-hmm. I'd also heard and, that unexplained yeah. stuff that was happening. It was just like, don't mm-hmm. put that shit yeah. over us. We don't want that here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So what I was what I was gonna explain was just for the people who don't know. Like, I'm not gonna talk about my witchcraft because I like to keep it private. So I'm not gonna. T- if you want to ask me about it on Discord, I'll talk to you about it. But I don't want to talk about it on here. Um, but like witchcraft in real life is done many different ways and everybody, some people do it differently. I'm Mm -hmm. sure the way I do it is different than, you know, uh, you know, maybe how Danny does it, but like, so a lot of it is like manifestation and thinking and invoking things to happen. And so like the kind that I practice is meant to twist what is supposed to happen into happening it the way I want it to. And so a lot of what they do in this movie is that. And so there's times where, like, they mix it around, though, with, like, what I like to call media witchcraft, which is, like, how they display it, like, on, you know, like in Halloween Town and uh, other witchcraft movies where they're throwing magic bolts and shit, you know what I mean? Because there's one scene in particular where they're kind of messing around and uh, Sarah changes her hair color on, on the spot. Like, she's, like just brushes her hands back her hair and she becomes blonde or whatever right. yeah and that doesn't happen that's not real like obviously like that's <laughs> yeah you know she also like, changed
2: can't... her eye color and stuff and when she did that like she told the girls like look my eyes my eyes are brown they they're usually green and they're all like ah, eh, that's not impressive like yeah they're like something, do something bigger give, do something bigger and then she's like okay fine also fun fact um what's her name uh, Robin Tooney, she actually had to wear a wig during this movie.
0: Yes. Because
2: yeah. before she filmed this, she filmed Empire Records and her character shaves her head and she legitimate shaved her head oh, wow. in that yeah.
0: scene. Which it which it works out because like, you know, the hair color thing yeah. worked yeah. out. But like uh yeah, that like that's not real. Right, <laughs> like in the yeah. the light is a feather <laughs> stiff is a board thing. Some people claim that they can do it um in a chair uh but like that's i've never been able to do that and I'll, and obviously like i don't want to say the things that i have done and have worked because you know who knows it could just be placebo but th- th- that's like part of it yeah right if it like if it is placebo and it does work then then it doesn't matter right that means it works even so like even
1: me and my partner remember that the stiff of the board and the light as a feather like that's like almost like urban legend kind of thing
0: Right. Yeah, 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 which is like the first thing they do in it, which is funny, right? And so like that this really this movie really popularized it like like Mike said in a way where it was kind of like it brought it to the it brought it to the mainstream kind of and it, you know, people of counterculture were like, "Oh, you know, um I I never thought it was, you know, that real as a kid. It was only recently I started practicing, but like same. And again, like if you wanna yeah, if you again if you wanna talk me back to me about it, ask me about it, that's fine, but I'm not gonna talk about it. Join again. the Discord. But yeah, yeah just go mm-hmm. and join the Discord. But yeah, like it's 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 still like the craft in general, because of the nostalgia, is still like a big reason why we watch it. And I kind of like refell in love with it again when Trisha wanted to like watch it again when we first started dating and I was like yeah dude actually I really like this movie let's let's watch it and now we watch it like all the time so it's just like it's part of that thing we want to hang on to from the 90s I think also but the witchiness part of it is also probably our favorite part of it obviously um we just we, we just she just showed me the movie The Witches of Eastwick and that movie was hilarious <laughs> that was a good movie um but like 90s witch movies are great I'll just say that right now, they're amazing. Even if their portrayal of them is, you know, wrong or yeah, that's whatever. You can still enjoy you know? it, but like yeah, yeah, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to share.
1: Shout out to share. Do you believe it? Okay. Love after love. <laughs> um. But yeah. Oh
0: damn it! I did it again. Okay. I'm curious to hear Mike's like. His, uh, thoughts, like, his main thoughts on it. Because he's never
2: really like, watched it. Because you never time. watched
0: it when it was a thing, right? And yeah. then obviously when it was a thing, there was a bunch of hoopla about like, oh, you're watching the Devil's movie hoopla. and blah, blah, blah. And there's a bunch of brouhaha or whatever. And you were like, ah, get over it. But you didn't, you still didn't watch it back then. So, so I'm curious to, to, to like hear what you think of.
1: Well, it's because actually it's fun because I was a friend with, I guess, male Wiccan's. And, and they were all like, oh, that movie, like, really, uh, you know. Like, it was kind of like, oh, we don't want to watch that one. So, anyways, I don't know. So, I never ended up watching it. But the, the um, I, couple things. So, I mean, just to jump towards the end. Like, I was kind of surprised. Like, I knew, well, the tags were right there. Suspense horror when I was playing it. And <laughs> and so, like, I, I kind of knew that it was going to go places. But I didn't know exactly how. And so, when they started turning on Sarah, cause Sarah was trying to rein them in. Cause she's like, you know, this is going to come back around on us. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a natural order. There's natural balance. And so by pushing things, you know, by causing Chris to become your love slave, by causing what's her name's hair to fall out, by causing, you know, all these other calamities upon other people. Right. You, you kind of put nature out of balance. And so it's going to balance itself. Yeah. And, but the problem is it's going to bounce itself on you. And, specifically the, the sort of uh experience which at the store tells them it's gonna come back threefold on you, right? Yeah. And so
0: Yeah, so like one sorry, let me pause you for a second. One big rule that we have is the rule of three or the rule of nines or the three three three, yeah. three rule. Don't do something unless you are ready to take it back threefold. Yeah.
2: Right. So right. I'm
0: telling you just for anyone who's aspiring out there, please don't fucking do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just- yeah. don't okay anyways go ahead my
2: well, <laughs> also number one honestly like i mean for me also as as a witch like i do not want like my craft is not to do harm on people like that is just not something i do i kind of just let nature take it take its course like yeah karma will get you eventually like i'm not gonna do anything to that
1: yeah it should be it should be for bettering yourself not for for tearing exactly yeah
2: i mean it helps me like i freaking have uh candles that i you know i do candle rituals i do like i i even have a candle that i didn't even light uh to find a house and the minute i bought that candle we bought a house i didn't even have to light it and I already found, so, when we found a house.
1: So do you get any red candles? Mm-hmm. No, just sorry.
2: No,
3: no.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> buys some red candles at one point, which are for love. I can't remember what the black candles for. What was that for, Sam? Do you remember?
0: Protection. Uh, I don't have uh, protection. There's uh, black. You can actually use like for general, but like yeah, same protection thing with, and...
2: with white. White is is a general kind of. I
0: don't you know, have my grimoire in front of me, that's okay. but like that's how I have everything written in there. But like. Yeah, I'm curious the color candle that Danny bought to make her.
2: It was a it was an orange one. I I so oh, okay. when I bought it, um, my coworker who is also a witch, he told me about this place in New York because I was visiting, and this a uh, shop makes custom candles. So when when you go there, um, you tell them what type of kind of sp- um spell you want to enhance on you or whatever. They ask for your name um and your zodiac sign. So, for me when I went there, um you know, I wanted something to boost our chances of getting a house. So, and how they designed it, they just made a house and they asked for my name they asked for james's name they asked for my zodiac sign and they asked for james's zodiac sign and they just put our names in the little house and then our zodiac symbols were on the back of it and they just like i'm pretty sure they they like cleanse the the candle it's a pretty large candle i'll take a picture of it later and i'll show it to you guys um and there's like a pentagram Uh, you know, like a pentacle on top where the wick is and they just put glitter around it and stuff. It's it's gorgeous. And um, I actually got my friend who recommended me this place. Uh, I got him him a candle because he wanted one, too. So it they were it's all customized. So
0: which is cool, because then you don't have to put your own sigils and shit in it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, which is like you're probably wondering, okay, well, then what's Danny's Rule like three, three, three that happened. Well, they did have to fix it up a lot when they first moved in, so that's probably what it was. Yeah, it didn't, you know, it wasn't anything major because Danny probably did everything right, so you know. Um, but yeah, sorry, Mike, I like interrupted your thought, but you were talking about when things come back to bite you, and Sarah was warning them, and
1: yeah, so it was interesting how quick it turns against Sarah. So essentially, did three basically like uh, like start being like aggressive towards her, uh Nancy at one point tries to seduce uh who's the Chris, Chris in order to help her forget about, you know, what's her name. But she does it in a really like like malice way. Like she basically turns her face into Sarah's face. Sarah's yeah, face. Yeah, so like to fool him into it. And so, basically, like, she starts trying to cast a binding spell to bind that she's not able to harm, because she ends up in that spot killing Chris by basically, like, not pushing him out the window, but, well, maybe I don't know, actually.
2: He flew out. He kind of, yeah. He kind of flew out. So,
1: and then it really got to me is the fact that, like, Nancy's trying to blame Sarah for it later on. Anyways, so the, the moment that Sarah tries to bind Nancy from stopping from hurting anyone else right and so at this point you can see Nancy's whether directly or indirectly been the cause of multiple people's death right so obviously she's like a harm and so she tries to bind her so she cannot cause any harm to anyone or to herself right Uh, I guess they get wind of it that she's trying to do that And so they start basically cursing her as a result, right? And so this is Mm -hmm. where, like, the kind of the horror movie aspect comes in. And they play up this whole thing where they basically, like, you know, uh, pretend like she ran away, so her parents are flying back to San Francisco, and the plane crashes, and her parents are dead now, and so you should just kill yourself because it's all your fault. And, like, you know what I mean? And so this goes for this whole thing where there's all this real insects and snakes and all these kind of things like coming out of the walls and coming out of her and all this sort of stuff and she's having all these terrible dreams and it kinda of comes to a head when once again she kinda of goes back and I'm now all I'm doing is explaining the end of the movie. But it kinda of, <laughs> it kinda of surprised me, A the fast, how fast it turned. I thought it was a horror movie I thought it was gonna be like a horror movie where they're basically going through and torturing the whole school. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was going to be the horror movie. And it ends Mm. up being really, it ends up the three of them focusing on Sarah, right? And that's where the horror elements come from. But then, at first, Sarah goes to, again, that senior witch that's running the store. And she kind of explains how she can counteract this, right? By using spirit magic or or, or, or like basically... Right.
2: Well, I mean, because she kind of sensed the shopkeeper... She sensed that Sarah definitely has a higher entity power um, because she can sense that, I mean, her mother, her birth mother was probably a witch too. So Does that but, They
0: kind of reveal that her birth mother might have passed on some kind of, like, really kind of a powerful cleansing kind of power to her. Right, right. Yeah.
2: Um, and and that's kind of when um, the shopkeeper kind of brings Sarah to the back where the where her altar is and the the pentacle on the ground. Which that whole scene is just awesome. I love that scene. And,
1: and so like um, yeah, the, like it's tying into yeah. like ley lines and like where the points of power are. I think that's the term, right? I can't remember exactly, but like at the the yeah, the, yeah like yeah. she specifically located her store there because there is a point of power at that location, right? Yeah. But
2: yeah. There are sp- like in witchcraft there are sp- there are ways for you to place your altar. They usually say to place your altar in true north kind of thing if possible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um but the funny thing is and so like and they they make reference to the fact that Sarah is really powerful because she ends up like early on she talks about how she's able to do things if she really wishes for it hard enough but it's always like a monkey's paw kind of situation where it's like mm-hmm. what you say it comes back in in threefold because it always ends up it's like if she wants it to rain suddenly the pipes will leak and a room will flood right yeah. like or yeah. stuff like that yeah. so she's obviously has an innate power that's very strong and at first she's refusing to kind of go through with this and so she's being tortured by the girls and finally in like sort of her darkest moment rather than, you know, giving into despair and committing, you know, like what they're trying to push her to, to commit suicide. Uh, she instead chooses finally to accept Manon and uh, mm-hmm. like essentially goes badass, you know, which also was kind of fun. I was kind of happy. I was worried that she was going to kind of play the victim right up to the end or something. And then she just totally turns around on them, right?
2: Oh yeah, so yeah.
1: that's that's really cool.
2: Well, I mean, she realized that you know, Nancy, excuse me, Nancy is abusing the power that was given to her. So, um, so Sarah kind of wanted to stop that because it was just really getting out of hand and everything like that. And and pretty much in the end of the movie, that's kind of what happens.
1: Um, so, so I, I kind of enjoy the fact that the, I appreciate the way it ends. Uh, and frankly, just because of my... Uh, I also like the fact that, like... Uh, I guess they're leaving... Are they going back to San Francisco in the end? Is that the point?
2: They don't say where they're moving, but they are... They, they did move, like, out
1: of that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, like uh, it it's... I'm glad because it kind of puts sarah in a position where she's kind of more uh what's the term i'm looking for but she's more self she's more self-strong essentially like you know what i mean she ends up being mm-hmm. a better person at the end so yeah the yeah other, the other
2: well she i mean out of the four of them sarah definitely had more of like level-headed yeah, yeah. and and kind of sense like yeah this is bad news like i don't like this um you know we really like like she was kind of like the voice of reason really throughout the movie like this is not something we should be messing with kind of thing um so but of course the other girls were were just like you know they were being selfish they wanted you know they wanted to make sure that people didn't make fun of them anymore because they were the outcasts and everything so um, yeah
0: yeah so
1: that, I, that part I really liked I, I kind of like it feels more like it, at first it felt like oh this is going to be like a really bad like we're going to turn teen witches into a horror theme kind of thing but it kind of pulls mm-hmm. it back at the end I think it kind of leaves a positive message with the way Sarah acts out and realizing just yeah. kind of bringing balance to all those things so I, I appreciated that fact of it
3: Hmm. hmm
1: so what are so i don't know if who wants to take over some sounds like this is super important to you uh as you've already mentioned because you and trish like to love it to watch it a lot uh danny what's maybe the the significance to you or what do you like about it or
2: so this movie i didn't watch when i was a kid i didn't watch it as a teenager I watched it when I was a lot older. Uh more so when I was 30. Uh kind of when the sequel came out really oh, or, maybe legacy, le- yeah. Yeah, or maybe Yeah, or maybe like a ye- a year before or two before the um before legacy came out. I didn't um, I
0: didn't even know there was a See, s- I watched it at the wrong time. I, I- I watched it when I was trying to like be a part of the counterculture, and I was like, "I'm an emo kid, right forming yeah. can be." You'd be 90s conforming, too if you be just like me. Yeah, I And so then I wanted to like I wanted to like dive in further. Into
2: yeah, that I I did not watch this when I like again when I was a teenager and stuff. Like I I wasn't even on the spectrum of this kind of thing. Um, anytime I saw something that involved in witchcraft, I was like, "Oh, that's cool," and just moved on. Sure. Um, it wasn't a part of my life yet uh so plus it's a 90s movie and I love 90s movies and there are still a lot of iconic 90s movies that I still haven't seen and The Craft was definitely one of them that I it was on my list for me to watch so and when I found out that there was going to be a sequel I was just like okay this is a perfect time for me to watch it and everything. um. So my first time watching it, it was uh, like, it's like what you said, Mike, it's super 90s. Like you can tell that it's a fucking 90s movie. The soundtrack, oh, the the soundtrack. soundtrack alone <laughs> is like everything 90s.
0: Trisha uh, listens to the soundtrack so much. <laughs> so now I'm like, at first, I was like, "God, man, like, yeah, hey, I get it. You love the soundtrack." But now I'm all like, "No, nah, it actually hits the hits different." <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so the the article that I found, like, twenty things, uh, twenty wild details behind the scenes of the craft, and the direct. So the cover for the craft, the director wanted the girls to look like that they, they were in the Cure, like that whole kind of like them in love all black. Just like them walking up and then there's like the rain and thunder behind them and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, when I read that, I was just like, oh yeah, that's I can see that. like that's that's a punk element right there. Um, Andrew Fleming definitely wanted this to be like like this is different. This is not your typical, you know, teenage like girl teenage movie. like this is punk. Um. So, and it's it's a well loved movie. Like I mean, it's it's a cult classic.
0: Yeah, it's regarded as a cult classic, and I think that's another reason why people wanted to do a sequel to it, which came out in 2020. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I had no yeah. clue. Yeah. Like I said, came like, out
1: like to this. Holy smokes!
0: Yeah, like like I said, like the past five years, people have all been about nostalgia, right? So like that's all. We're getting sequels and reboots to everything lately, you know. So that was this is just one of those, which I haven't seen yet. I wanted to watch yeah. it. And la- last year, me and Danny were going to do a cinematography on of the this cra- one and like, the sequel. Like, yeah, yeah. And we just didn't get around to it. Yeah. But we probably will at some point, whether it's this month or some other time. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, I really want to watch it. Um, I mean, I didn't really hear great things about it. Like, my, neither, fr- yeah. my coworker who pretty much helps me with my craft and stuff because he he has been in in this for a very long time longer than I have so if I I have any questions like he's pretty much my go-to person to to ask questions so and he loves the craft like that's his that's one of his favorite movies and um, you know, I asked him about Legacy and he's all like, "No, I hated it. It was dumb." I was just like, "Oh,
3: no."
0: <laughs>
2: don't tell me that.
0: All I know is like and that, I cuz I don't want to spoil it for myself, but like in the trailer it does show a picture of Nancy. Like they were it was like she was in a news article or something. Yeah. But like at the end of this movie, she goes to a psych a psych ward because Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah so um, that that's kind of why like I'm just like I'm curious like what what happened between the events of the end of the first movie and the events that happen in in Legacy, like I I'm curious on on how Nancy is in that news article kind of thing. So um.
3: yeah,
0: I just also want to say Farouza Bulk, who plays Nancy, is one of like my, my biggest childhood crushes. I love her yeah, so
2: much. Yes, she's so great. And like
0: it like so, a lot of people. They joke with me, they know me as the person who cuts people, right? Like jokingly, like You are Nancy. Love... Yeah, because I love knives, right? So yeah. knives are like the thing I collect. And um she has this part in Waterboy where she's like oh, this rebel God. kind of you want biker me to chick. Kill them? Yeah. And she's like, Do you want me to cut them or do you want me to kill them? Yeah. And then I'm just like, No, 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 don't, don't like,
2: <laughs> So Waterboy Man. was when I first was introduced to to. For uh, for, Zibulk. for Zibulk. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she's so fun. She's great. She's amazing.
2: Yeah. So she's actually a Wiccan too.
0: Yeah. Like
1: in real life. Yes, yeah. She is.
2: <gasps> yeah. She plays.
0: Which
1: is like, uh... sorry, go ahead. She plays Dorothy Gale in Return to Oz.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my
1: gosh! I gotta go back. Well, that's such a freaky movie. Anyways, sorry. Uh, I just I, you I know was what's... looking at it while you're talking and.
0: No, 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 yeah, Cause yeah. Because I wanted to see. Um, Go ahead. It sucks because um, she. I thought she was really hot in American History X, but she's playing like a Nazi. So it's like, ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> but just like her look, you know what I mean. But like, yeah, no, fuck Nazis. But like, she, it, like, yeah, she's she's. Mm.
1: She's got a very distinct look to her, and <laughs> yeah. she does such a good she job does. in this role here. Like she is. Oh, she does. Like, yeah. Like she is freaky, man. Freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trisha
0: has this shirt where it looks like um, it looks like a '60s B movie horror poster, but it's the craft and like, ooh. and it's by cavity color, so you can't get the shirt anymore because he releases him like as like a limited run. But like the it, it's like Nancy floating. Because um, she's floating at the end, you know, it's like she's floating towards you, and then having she's got the knife in her hand, and it's super cool. It's super sick. Like I, I'm jealous, but it didn't come in, it didn't come in quad fats, so I couldn't get. Aww. A... Aww. Aww.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I like, know that yeah, picture well.
0: Yeah. <sighs> but yeah.
2: Um. Do we want to talk about our favorite parts and then wrap it up?
0: I want to say my favorite part is probably the ending. I like the ending. The climactic, like, home invasion scene, and the, the three of them are trying to get, you know, Sarah, and then mm-hmm. Sarah turns it on them. And then just the ending in general, like Mike said, like what Mike said, she, like, she comes into her own, she realizes who she is, and she accepts it, but she doesn't, she knows that she doesn't have to, like, turn out like Nancy and the other two. She can right. just, she can just exist and live her life. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that.
2: Uh, mike do you want to say your favorite part so i think or if you have anyone yeah
1: like i, I think uh i already talk so much i feel terrible for talking anymore on it but no you're good it,
2: don't don't feel bad this is the whole point no see these... i
0: talked i
1: talked too much
0: so like that's why i was trying to be quiet as much Stop. as i could to let you guys talk yeah Stop it.
1: <laughs> um yeah i i like like that was my kind of thing like when when Sarah kind of turns it around on them, that was like the part where it was just like, yeah, kick some ass. Anyways, but no, I mean, that's not the point. But I think she she turns it around well on them. And the fact that, like, she doesn't really – I I don't think they actually lose her hair or the scar comes back. They just see it, like, as if, oh, no, this is what's going to happen to her. Oh, us. it's and, just an illusion. Yeah, and yeah. they, and they yeah, basically – It's
2: not it's, – it wasn't real. Yeah,
1: and they basically take off, but – uh, in the end, they end up losing their power, which I think is what really it comes down to is the fact that they basically abused it so they lost it kind of thing, right right
2: and, yeah and and that's pretty much what Sarah tells them like you know because they Bonnie and Rochelle asked Sarah like, hey, you know, did you did you lose your powers too because like we don't we don't have we don't have ours or anything like that. And, and she kind of, Sarah kind of said like a very discreet, like not like a straightforward answer. And, um, and that's kind of when like Bonnie and, and Rochelle was just all like, she probably doesn't have them anyway. And that's when like Sarah kind of like turned around and like the freaking, um, uh, sky turned gray and like freaking lightning hit a branch and it fell literally almost in front oh, of that's them right. and yeah. Sarah was all like you better watch it or else you know you'll end up like like Nancy yeah right so
1: because they they the, they're yeah they're being really like chat like or jaded even at the end there we're really like, oh yeah. yeah 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 so so I think the other part what I I appreciate like when they go. They ride the bus out into the wilderness and they have that thing, right?
2: That... Yeah, honestly, that whole... So, my favorite part is is kind of, like, everything that happens after the bad stuff starts, like, to really, like, shit starts hitting the fan. Like, I, in general, I love this movie and everything. Um, but my favorite is when they kind of, like, go on the bus... They go in the middle of the nowhere and they do their their spells. Uh So that is like my favorite part, especially with the famous line that Nancy says, like, we are the weirdos, mister. Like I speak that uh, that quote everywhere. So,
0: by the way, (laughs) I just want to mention and I'm not going to say names, but in the last we'll just say the last year somebody did come into the Discord and say, I don't like going to anime conventions because they're full of weirdos. And I literally replied with that GIF. We I was like, we are the, the weirdos.
2: weirdos. <laughs> oh Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is really funny because, like, that sound and the you-don't-even-exist-to-me right. uh, sound are really popular on TikTok. And that's what's getting a lot of TikTok kids to watch the movie. Oh, shit. And that makes me happy. That's really cool. That's funny. Because, like, I remember – because Trish is on TikTok, and I'm not. But, like – you know, she'll scroll through, and I'm like, "Wait, is that, is that like from the crafting?" She's like, "No, it's like really popular on here," and I was like, "Oh shit, like <laughs> that's, it's awesome." Yeah. I was
1: really lucky because as a teen growing up, um I lived kind of in the inner city, but I went to a high school that was more in like not the suburbs, but it was like out in like a older sort of residential area, and it just so happened to be like right next to a huge track of like wilderness, so it was like forest. They went into marsh. That went into basically like a, a like a secluded bay. But because of that, uh, I got into lots of trouble, like wandering around at nights in the wilderness kind of thing. And coming up on either places that were used as rituals or going to do things. I'm not going to get into the details because some things we probably shouldn't have done. But anyways, it was, it reminds me very much of that. Like those sort of free days wow. of like wandering around and being little shits, you know. Uh, yeah yeah. do you know doing some good and doing some not so good and you know like that in the wild parts of uh canada i guess so
2: yeah Uh. all right um final thoughts on how we like the movie um mike why don't you go first that's since this was your first time
1: uh
3: yeah watching it
1: yeah, I kind of feel bad now. It took me this long to see this. This is a good movie. I recommend people go and check <laughs> it out. Like, I think uh, it does it age well. There are parts, definitely not like racial slurs. But you know what? Honestly, maybe we have to kind of go back to like, yeah, people are like this. People are complete, and like she just like right, yeah, right, right, yeah. like 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 let's not mm-hmm. let's not sugarcoat it. Like she is racist, and she comes out and just says it. Basically, like yeah, I hate you because you're black. You know, like, but not in such a nice way. I think that's part
0: of it, too, because, like, the part of the town they were in was kind of, like, a more... Yeah,
1: it like, and...
0: You know, white-dominated right. place. Right, and, yeah. and
1: they're in L.A., and L.A. had race riots, and, you know, like, mm-hmm. like not that long yeah. before this, and totally understandable. So you might say oh that's that's hard to watch well guess what that's reality you know what i mean so even in this i sense... mean that's
2: honestly literally what happened back then too right. like it's
1: yeah so it's really yeah.
2: honestly like we we don't have to sugarcoat it like it doesn't exist because it still exists absolutely
1: 100 percent. So, so i yeah. i think in that sense like yes it's hard to watch but i think it's not a bad thing to watch and i think it's just like it it has a good lesson to it like so yeah it's yeah. It,
2: it, it's definitely it, it it oversteps boundaries like and that's why i think the movie is so great to to show that racial bullying like flat f- like full on flat right in your face kind of thing yeah, it's yeah. not like hollywood is trying to sugarcoat it like it like literally christina taylor's character flat out like Tells Rochelle like I hate you because of your skin color. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And that's why I think it's a great movie to show, especially even though it is from the '90s and everything like that. It it's still, I feel like it's still relevant.
1: Still a problem. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's my take.
2: Awesome. Sam, should we should we ask you on your take and final thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, I love it. I love this film. I've always loved it. I loved it for <laughs> a long time. Like I don't even yeah, I don't even need to say it. Like yeah. <laughs> ten um ten freeze box out of ten, in my opinion. Nice. Like it's one of those it's it has that uh like Danny said earlier, it has that uh, cult status, you know, like it was pan- it not panned, but like it didn't do well, um, critics wise. And this is another one of those reasons where you shouldn't listen to listen to critics. To critics. Yeah. Um, you know, you should watch it because, uh, so kids now, right, TikTok kids now and all the newer generation now, when they go back and watch it, you know, I'm sure they're feeling, they are feeling the time a little bit, like, oh, like, this is how it was back then and whatever, and that's cool, but, like, you know, you, obviously, it's not a big deal, as big a deal as as what's in the rest of the movie, you know, the main parts of the movie, so, like, it's it's fine. You know, it's just a cool mm-hmm. that to them. It's a cool nostalgic horror film or, you know, teen horror film, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, for me, that's what it was too. And so like, it's just cool that the newer, the younger gens, the, these damn kids are getting to She's experience, damn that. Kids. <laughs> you know, like, that's what I, the, like one thing I hate, I'll just say this right now. One thing I hate that I also see on TikTok often, and I don't necessarily hate it. I do think it's funny um, it's when, uh, you know, millennial TikToks are asking their kids, OK, what is a rotary phone or what is a yeah. Walkman? Yeah. Things like that. Right. Yeah. And they they'll like
2: show them thi- like they'll show them pictures like of a cassette tape. And they're like, what is this?
0: What is this? Yeah. And they're all or like, I don't know. Oh, they'll <laughs> ask them. Yeah. Or what is a burnt CD? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like things like that. Um, I, I I don't like generational gap thing shaming like i think yeah. it's like was that there's that thing this is totally irrelevant but kind of relevant to one of my point is um when billy eilish would like go on she like went on jimmy fallon or something and they he was asking her like oh do you know who this is do you know who this is do you know who this is and he like embarrassed her mm. and like she came back on the show like you know six months later or something and she was like dude like just so you know that, that that shit you pulled on I me mean, last time was, like, messed up. Like, that was bogus, you know? Because it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not yeah. going to fucking... Let's not fucking shame a child for not knowing something they didn't fucking grow up with. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know? I mean, it's and, I, so, and, and it's kind of the same thing with, like, with us millennials and stuff. Like, how boomers will tell us, like, certain things that happen. Oh, back then they, this was real music and yeah, whatever. And, yeah, yeah. And it's all like, okay, boomer, like, you know, get out of here. So... Yeah.
0: So aside from, like, the joke TikToks where they're like, oh, what is this? I think that's a little funny. But, like, actually shaming somebody for not knowing, like, what the craft is or Waterboy or whatever, whatever. They are growing up with a whole new generation of actors. Right. You know, and that we then we grew up with. So, like, it's different, right? Yeah. What I do appreciate is, like, nostalgia – you know, a lot of millennial TikTokers are like, dude, these are things that I grew up with. And then the sounds become popular yeah, because one yeah. kid decided to watch the craft and go, I'm going to record this sound. Yeah. And then, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. make it popular on TikTok. I, I appreciate that. I think that's really cool.
2: I, I'll, I'm i going to bounce off of you about the whole, like, generational gap shaming and stuff. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, of course, like, I I was just picking up on whatever was relevant for when I was grow on what I was growing up with as I got older I started to I started to do my own research because I was curious you know I I like documentaries I love the historical kind of like pop culture documentaries like stuff that happens in the 80s and stuff that happens in in the 70s and the 60s and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of when I start to kind of go back in time and go and start watching older movies uh, it, this is kind of what I was talking to Ethan about uh, on the Ghostbusters episode like there are some f- like 1950 movies that I absolutely love um, and not that many people talk about 1950s movies anymore nope um because they're kind of irrelevant because that was like a whole different time period especially in hollywood because a lot of stuff was different back then than it is yeah uh, in from like the 90s and moving forward and stuff
1: absolutely
0: so access uh, to information when we were like Eight, nine, ten, eleven years old. It was so was limited. As, what is what is not oh, as big? Yeah, like yeah. obviously, the, inter- the internet was a luxury back then, you know? right? So, like, right. um, you know, the the way we had to like discover old movies is by walking to the movie store, or the video store, or yeah. our parents telling us about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. it was kind of our generation that was trying to like hang on to that stuff when it was passed to us, and then, you know, so, yeah, I think it's up, that's why it's up to like podcasters and other YouTubers and critics like us to like. Be like, by the way, you should check out Breakfast at Tiffany's or whatever. Or yeah, yeah,
2: you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it, so. you know what's funny? I just like oh, there's something. I was listening to podcast, and it was it was interesting that I realized it used to be the '50s used to be eternal. Like for the longest time, it was like it was always cool to be into the '50s. Like it was never like from the '80s onward. But now it's kind of disappeared. It's faded off. I mean, there's still a bit of that Billy, uh, what do you call it? Billy rock kind of thing. But it's mm-hmm. not to the extent. And I realize it's because the boomers are dying off, right? Those are the people that were like, the 50s were the best. You know what I mean? Like the ones that came up in that generation. But they're, Yeah,
2: they're... I mean, well, I think it's even the the generation before the boomers that kind of were in their 20s yeah um and that year uh like my grandparents for example when they were alive like they were in their 20s in the 50s like that's their time right they're all and gone. everything so and they're they're practic- like that generation is dying off yeah so that's good like they're not gonna they're not here anymore
1: so it's now become like the 80s has become that new sort of it's always generation
2: it's, X. Yeah. Generation X is is coming
1: it's, is coming up. So So that's now the 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 sort of like the eternal cool, I guess, because yeah, yeah. 80s started becoming big jeepers. It's been like over a decade now, like we've seen like 80s nostalgia stuff being played off of. And it's, Yeah,
2: I I'm starting to see 80s nostalgia and then a little bit of early 90s nostalgia coming, which is fun because that's my
1: coming of age time. Was like I was like a teenage, like you know, I graduated in the 90s, so it's kind of cool to see that 90s stuff come back now.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: See, that's really weird because in my area, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but in my area, a lot of stores are catering to the 90s stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like a a, a couple years ago, before actually before the pandemic happened, um, there was a store in our local mall. That started selling Reptar bars from oh my the Rugrats. God. Yeah, so like we're really like big on '90s shit here. There's a lot of collectible stores now that are like starting to carry um, '90s toys as more collectible stuff, which sucks because like I was like starting to collect like Game Boys and portables like three, four, five years ago, like really like get back in the hobby, and then it became popular, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. And so then the, the prices of all them started going up, and then I would like. Mike would like sending me send me pictures
3: of
0: like of like Japanese like Yahoo auction posts. I'm like, fuck, I don't have the money for this. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> let's
1: let's talk about the freaking inflation in the collectibles market right now. Like, it just.
0: No, so, yeah, no, no not right now. Right. Not, not, not yeah, right me now. and Mike let's, are going for hours. Let's, let's, not let's right get now. into
1: the No, yeah, actually we need to wrap this up. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Yeah. Like, what is it?
0: Mike was like, check out this limited edition Wonder Swan. I'm like mm. oh, man.
2: Wonder Swan.
0: <gasps> Wonder Who was Swan? it that was showing
1: all the clamp special editions? Or I, I like and I was like, I need that magical right rear thing. Arr. And I'm like, Yeah,
0: I don't I do not have the money nah, for this anymore. I need the Ray Earth. Yeah, I need the Ray Earth Game Gear.
1: I need yeah, the Cardcaptor Game Boy Color. Oh, my God. So much, Som. All right. So much. <gasps> anyway. Let's, let's go. Like, another two hours. Let's go. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no.
2: Um, yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Mike, for hopping on and yeah, doing a cinematography spooky edition with me and Som.
1: Mm-mm-mm. I hope I, I again. I hope I'm the cinnabon was... to your cinematography.
2: Oh no! I, honestly, like I think this was a really great episode. Okay, um, good. I, I I love it when I grab people who've never seen, like, I guess like iconic movies like like these two, for example, to watch for the first time. Like I I love to hear their like initial thoughts and their first impressions on the movies and stuff. So. Instead of me and and Sam just nerding it out and and just being geeks about the movies and why we love it and stuff.
1: <laughs> Did you get your ratio so. of being cut off enough, or do we need to get Nick in here? No. no. Okay. N-
2: no, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed this. Um. Spooky Month Cinematography episode, along with this week's episode that should already be out, along with this one. And next week, you will be getting. Hang on, I gotta look. Um, next week's. Where is it? Ah, hold on. Uh, next. Okay, next week is going to be the last Hollywood. Holly. Hollywood. I can't speak right now Halloween cinematography uh, episode and it's going to be the original Halloween movie and Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm going to be doing that with Earthworm. So
0: okay, you know what I should do is actually, you know what? Can I just say my Halloween thing right now? Just just in case I'm not on it, just in case I'm busy. Oh, you know what? I am busy because I'll be at a wedding this weekend. LOL. Shit. Okay, no, I'll. Tell no, we're right gonna now. be.
2: Um, Sam, I'll tell you when we're going to be recording that. So.
0: Okay, Michael Myers, best flasher. He kills everyone. Shut up. Lol. <laughs> Freddy. More like spaghetti. More
1: like okay? oh my Getty a
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Jason Voorhees. Jason Whohees.
1: Jason Snorzy's. Oh, my God. All right.
2: We're not doing Friday the 13th, though. It's just Halloween and, and Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: We're 3. doing
0: it now. Chucky. I'm not going to talk shit about Chucky because I like Chucky. But, okay. no. Michael Myers, best slasher. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck you. He kills everyone.
2: Okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, and we will see you next week. Later, Stay gators. spooky, love, my friends. Love you. Love you. Bye. Ooh. My-
0: Michael Myers has the most on-screen kills.